Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Pulse of Portland. A public affairs program of KKPZ with Paul Van Sickle. Thank you for listening to KKPZ 1330 The Truth. I'm Paul Van Sickle, and some of you may be listening on Thursdays at 5:30 to The Unchanging Word with Pastor John G. Mitchell. And many of you know that John G. Mitchell was the founder of Multnomah University here in Portland. And since that founding time to now, there's been a lot of changes in our world, and there's been a lot of changes in our our city and to the university, including becoming a university here in just the last couple of years. And we are excited for Multnomah and what they are doing for uh, not only the, the young generation that's coming up and being able to, to learn and grow and mature in a Christian educational environment and then be sent out into the world, but also the different uh, collaboration and the different things that they're doing within our city and our region uh, to really make a difference uh, in the faith community and outside of the faith community here. They have a brand new president as of this last year and also a new vice president of advancement. And that's who's joining us today, Steve Cummings. So Steve, thanks so much for taking time out and to come talk with us a little bit about uh, Multnomah, who you are and some of the the great vision and things that you guys have and are doing, uh, not just inside of the walls and, and the campus there of your school, but also for this whole greater Portland region. Amen. Hey Paul, it's absolutely fun to be here, and thanks for having me, and what a privilege to be here, and brings back all uh, reminders of working <laughs> 16 years in Christian radio, so to be on the other side of the mic is kind of a, a unique privilege for me. Yeah, you don't have to edit this afterwards. No, that's my job, so that's great. You don't have to do that, and uh, of course, that you know, radio is so amazing in that it does provide you with an amazing uh, kind of foundation to do a lot of different things as far as uh, communication, being in Christian radio, dealing with ministries yeah. and churches and yeah. pastors and at the institution level now. Um, you know, did you, do you feel like that's helped shape you as you jumped from radio to the nonprofit oh, and some other things? Absolutely. I, my 16 years I spent at Ambassador Advertising groomed me exactly, God knew exactly what he was doing to groom me because you're telling the story of what God's doing. Hmm. And every radio ministry has a unique story. Every person has a unique story. God tells his story through all of us. So that got me prepared for doing this kingdom work that I absolutely love. He's brought us up from Orange County to Portland, and, and we love it here. And the, the weather's not as bad as everybody says it no, is. No, it's not, especially on you know days like today and this, exactly. this week when the sun is shining and it's beautiful once we've now hit June. Um, so let's talk a little bit about about one of those stories, and that's the story of Multnomah and kind of what's been happening yeah. there over the last, you know, several years, but especially in this last year uh, with some of the new leadership in place. Absolutely. I, I came aboard first day of school this last August, um, joined our new president, and I can only call him Craig. Otherwise, I'm fined a dollar to the pizza fund, so yeah. I do not refer to him as Dr. Williford. I get to call him Craig. In fact, he wants everybody to call him Craig, yeah. so... Uh, make sure you do that. But um, it's been an amazing year. Um, God has, I believe God just had his hand of blessing on Multnomah for 79 years. Mm -hmm. And he takes 
a family through certain times. You go through good times, you go through bad times. And we're at a time right now where we're cresting up on some things that are happening that he's brought about that only he could possibly do. And we're seeing some great uh, responses to Craig's vision for Multnomah. Our board is excited and enthused, and we're moving we're mo- we're thinking we're moving along a pretty good clip, and the board is is moving along with that and making some good changes. Um, one of the great things that's happened, uh, just off the top of my head, I'll mention is we just recently applied for a, a half million dollar grant from the Kern Family Foundation, who has a heart for getting uh, young men and women who have a calling for the ministry. How do we get them equipped and into the ministry quicker and with with less debt? I mean, mm-hmm. we all know that higher education is costing so much and parents and and students are looking at that thing so here was a way for us to do that so we have what's called the summit program and very sharp um, articulate 18 year olds men and women who have a passion that they know they're going to serve christ they want to get into some type of full-time ministry and they've got great character and great grades and all that stuff can apply for some scholarships and basically, I did, I did this with my kids. Watch my fingers. You and I probably spent four years getting our bachelor's. Yeah. And then some of us spent another three or four years getting a master's. Mm-hmm. Say So seven, eight years. I said, watch this. We have a summit program that you can get your bachelor's and master, your master of divinity in five years. Wow. You save $41,000. Scholarships are available to do that. Um, can anybody apply for that? Yes. At any age. However, this particular program with the scholarships is for those who are incoming freshmen, 18-year-olds. So we have to ad- adhere to the grant restrictions mm-hmm. and make sure we're, we're doing that. They're giving us the money to run the program. However, we can do the program throughout, the, throughout our community and invite anybody to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So the, it's, it's wonderful, and we're getting a lot of feedback going, I can save $41,000 and get two degrees in five years. Are you kidding me? Where do I sign up? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Knowing all my friends that had gone on to seminary, and you know, think about five years, kind of has been almost a traditional kind of teaching degree. You know, mm-hmm. that people get because of right. practicum and whatever. And that's you right. know, my friends that went into through education, and, and probably a lot of people listening that did that. You know, spent five years in college to just get an education to be certified to end up teaching. And five years now with a, a master's of right. divinity and comprehensive education right. throughout an undergrad program. That's yeah, that's a big. That really is a big deal. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And, um, you know, some other people may have missed or not been aware yet, too, of when we say Multnomah University, right. uh, it was Multnomah Bible College. And because you dropped Bible from the title doesn't mean you sold out to anything exactly. secular. Nope, <laughs> and nope. people may have thought that, but talk about it, though you've just been here this year, yeah. you know, you, you, you know the, the process they went through it and really right. the reasons behind sure. becoming a, a full university sure. setting and not just the Bible College. No, and we, we reached that point. Going from Multnomah School of the Bible to become Multnomah University, you want to say back in 2007, 2008, Dr. Dan Lockwood was our president then, did a wonderful, masterful job of getting the accreditation. And a lot of that came from the fact that we had um, uh, alumni who had graduated with these degree certifications, but they're going off into other parts of the world to serve the Lord. And and really it became more of a, a kind of a credibility type of thing. It's like, you know, a, a, something from a university says more. It's just kind of where our world is nowadays. You know, Bible colleges, it's like, you know, they're wonderful and they do great things. But when I put university and a four-year degree behind that, and it just means a little bit more. And and so so we went through that process and, and did that. Um, and now we're at the point where we've had 79 years of this great, awesome legacy and heritage. We've been known throughout the Pacific Northwest, throughout the country, as being a solid Bible college. That has not changed. 
I know some people are going to go, wait a minute, Multnomah University, you guys are, you guys are, you're deviating from this. Like, no, in fact, Craig and I and the board are even more committed to making sure that John G. Mitchell and all of our past presidents know that nothing's changed there. What we're adding is we need to be relevant to today's culture. We have a generation that's saying, I don't necessarily want to be a pastor and I don't want to be a missionary, but I want to get trained in the Bible and I want to be a school teacher. I want to work as a nurse. I want to be a businessman, and I want to be grounded in all those same Bible classes from all that same faculty that I keep hearing everybody talk about. And we say, great, that's exactly what we want to do. We're, you, if you want to come to Multnomah, you can take as much Bible as you want. You can still come and be a, a pastor. You can still go on the mission field. We've got a master's in global and justice and development going on and, and one of our more, most popular uh, master's majors. But what if I want to major in business? Well, our business, um, Lee Sellers is going to be on the show coming up soon, mm-hmm. and um, our business department is growing. We've got students that want that love Jesus. They want to win their world for Christ, but their heart and the way they're wired is business. And you would hear Craig say in our vision statement, all vocations and everything is sacred to God. It, you, this thinking used to be like, well, the pastor gets paid all the money, and he does God's work, and all the rest of us go to work to make money to support that. It's like, I don't see that in the Bible anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so at Multnomah, we're trying to tell our students and, and really the Christian community that every, every program, we're trying to add more majors. That's part of where we're going right now. We're putting our, our degrees online. We need to give students more choices. I mean, back in the day when I went to Denver Seminary, mm-hmm. I had to pick up and move from California, go to Denver, plant myself, find a job, get some housing, earn my degree. Now where do I go? Move to wherever I need to go. That's about 15% of our, our student body population, and, and that's the minority. We call that the traditional student. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is already working somewhere. They're working part-time. They're in a church. They're in business or whatever. And it's like, I want to somehow finish my degree. I want to get some Bible training. How do I do that? Well, we're now moving in a direction where we're pretty excited that we can offer somebody multiple choices. You can take classes at night. You can take it on the weekend. Undergrad, graduate, seminary, take them online, residential, live on campus, you name it. We're jumping in to do that and just providing more things. And as we get there, we're going to add more and more majors so that we can have people out there in the world living for Jesus, making a difference the way God's wired them in every sphere of influence. Hmm. And, and it is so true that, you know, we are, we're missionaries wherever we're at, where, you know, we're representatives of the gospel. We need to be able to be prepared to give an answer at Amen. any time to anyone who, who asks us about the hope that we have. And if you're just going to get an MBA somewhere, you know, and you're a Christian, you're not going to get those answers necessarily as well. And that's what I really do appreciate about the Multnomah program. And I went to a, you know, Christian liberal arts university where I had some Bible included, but you guys really, for for a long time, it's just been a, it's almost a double, double major of Bible and, you know, business or whatever else it is that you're going to. I mean, it's a, it's a full Bible education. Right. Everybody takes the same amount of Bible. No matter, no matter what, and uh, they get to choose their majors. They can choose their major and, and, and do that and, and take all that Bible and get grounded in that. I mean, our fa- when I first came to Multnomah, the first thing I did was I sat down with faculty, and I said, why are you here? Hmm. You could be anywhere else in the country and probably make more money. You're still here in Portland. You've been here for a number of years. Why? And to a person, they will tell you, I'm here because of the students. 
I'm like, okay, sat down with students. Students, why are you here? I'm here because of the amazing faculty. So our faculty, they don't just stand up in a classroom and teach. We have great student-teacher ratio. I mean, it's about 10, 12 to 1. Mm. And our faculty are spending time outside of classroom with all of our students. You can find them mentoring them at lunchtime, inviting them into their home for dinner, going out onto an outreach event and doing that side-by-side, shoulder-to-shoulder. And 50 years later, Paul, you run into alumni, and they will tell you the same story. Go back in the day when I was there, you know, we did this and this. And we'll look them in the eye and say, you know what? We're still doing that. And our students still love that. And that's why they come to Multnomah. Now what we're doing is we're just adding more opportunity for more people to come to say, you mean I can come and get that same kind of experience, that same learning experience with those same faculty, and I don't have to be a missionary or pastor. I can go be a teacher in a, in a school in Portland or a school in Oklahoma City or Miami or Uganda or China? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's just, a, we're the best kept secret in the Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> My job is to get us to become a household name and then the talk of the town. Yeah. And I'm trying to do that overnight, but I'll just take it however <laughs> way God gives it to us. Yeah. <laughs> we are talking today with Steve Cummings. He is the Vice President of Advancement for Multnomah University. You can go online and learn more at multnomah.edu. And Steve, let's talk some more about uh, the community involvement, the things that you guys have been uh, reaching out to the in the area doing, as well as you have some really radical, in a good way, <laughs> visions about what this city and this area can be for right. Christ. And I do, Paul. I mean, I've got my my position that God's called me to, to serve Multnomah and in our community and do that. That's where my paycheck comes from. That's what I'm paid to do. But I am a big believer in uh, having a kingdom mindset. And like, Lord, you brought me up from Southern California, where I was working for Prison Fellowship um, uh, on the West Coast. And you brought me up here to the Northwest for a particular reason. Um, there, I've been told that, you know, the Pacific Northwest is this dark area spiritually, Seattle, Portland, mm-hmm. whatever. And I said, okay, that may be true, but you know what? Even a small light in a lot of darkness can be seen from far away. And so my God-sized dream as I'm getting out there, as I'm, I'm kind of on a, on a little bit of a mission saying, Lord, um, what would happen if we got together and Portland became the center here in the Northwest or the West Coast of Christian generosity? Would you smile down on that? Would that excite you, Lord? And would you bless that? I think so. In fact, I know I believe so. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on this mission to go contact all my colleagues. And if you're listening out there, uh, I'm coming after you. George Fox, Corban, Western Pacific, Western Seminary, Concordia, all you guys. It's like, you know what? We need to rally together um, and, 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 and really come out to the Christian community saying, let's get together. Let's talk about what God wants us to do in Portland, not just in serving. Yes, we're going to be involved. Multnomah will be right down there uh, serving alongside, feeding the homeless, doing all that stuff, we will be right down there. We, we exist to serve the local church. So wherever we can, we're going to do that. Our students, our students average 45 hours a semester in service. Wow. Do you know the President of the United States pats people on the back for doing 15 hours? Mm-hmm. And Multnomah students are like, we're, we're looking at it going, are you kidding? It's like laps around the track. We're at 45 and growing. So that's part of our DNA. But I'm, I'm just all about saying, what if we created a culture of generosity? Uh, and we all gave to wherever God stirs our heart. We're not in competition. We're all serving the same God, worship the same Savior, read the same Bible, 
And I guess I'd get tired of us wasting all of our time pointing fingers at each other and having friendly fire when the evil one is gaining so much ground. Mm. Drives me nuts. So I'm wired to saying, hey, wait a minute, folks. Let's all, let's all get together. Well, let's, what would happen if we created this culture of generosity and Portland became known amongst the, the Christian community and the churches of being generous? And I'm seeing parts of that already taking root. I'm visiting churches, and I see some congregations. I'm going, okay, this is great. It's already brewing here. So it's, I don't think it's, we're too far away from it. Yeah. I think if we can just kind of get some synergy going and get everybody on the same page, I, I think we could be really close to, to like an explosion of something happen, happening up here, which would be awesome. Yeah, it, it would be incredible. And like you said, I think that it's kind of, you know, when you think about the water, the water boiling and coming to a boiling point and you get those first kind of little bubbles at the bottom, you know, and stuff starting to heat up. And we just need it all to kind of rise to the top to where, you know, we're, we're full, full in a full boil, you know, for the Lord. I think it's going to be an incredible thing here. And with the generosity, like you mentioned, you know, there are so many different things and it, it is God's going to stir your heart in a specific way and too often in the past kind of back to that pointing fingers thing if somebody's not on board with what we're on board with or doesn't have the same desire we do we think there's no collaboration there because oh well you're doing that I'm doing that but there's it's not a competition no in fact one of the things I tell people is I'm here to pour gas on fires that are already going mm-hmm. because God has already started something somewhere and stuff, and it's not in a guilt way or a shaming way or a should way. It's like there's a song by Unspoken called "Start a Fire," mm. and that's really captured my heart and resonated with me. I even put it on our giving page. So if you go to moltlemon.edu/giving, you're gonna see a, a an opening letter from me. I, I called Unspoken and said, "Hey, you guys, can I have permission to put your music video from Start a Fire in my soul, fan the flame and make it grow?" It's like that's really what I want to do is mm. fan people's flames. We all have the Holy Spirit inside us. It's already going. And all I want to do is fan that just a little bit more and saying, what would happen if uh, this happened? What would happen on the Multnomah campus if we became known for this and we could help start a fire in Portland? That, that's what I really want to do. It's nothing that I can control or do but just say, Lord, I'm going to pray about it. I want to connect people, and you're behind this, and I want to try to. I have to stay out of his way. Yes, that's my goal each day. I get up in the morning, I'm going, Lord, I want to make sure I'm not in the middle of this. I got to stay out of your way, and I have to remind myself it's not about me; it's always about him. Yeah, and that is so tough for a lot of us when we we try to either force things to happen or, uh, yeah, we we get our own ideas and remember, nope, it's not. It's not me. It's, <laughs> it's it's God, and we're just here giving the message and let let Him work in people individually, and we'll all come together as a group, and and we'll see some amazing things happen. Um, on the collaboration side of things, and some of the other community involvement that you've been, you guys have been, you know, hosting some events, inviting mm-hmm. people from inside the faith as well as outside the faith exactly. onto campus and building relationships yep. in the community. Yep. Talk about that. Well, we have our uh, Institute of Theology and Culture that Dr. Paul Metzger uh, leads and heads, and he's been on, on this program as well. And, you know, we're trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, and um, it's amazingly how quickly you can be accused of doing the wrong thing. But the Jesus I know was getting accused of that all the time. The Pharisees who were telling him what he should and shouldn't be doing were telling him, well, he's hanging out with sinners. What is he doing? Well, we're told to go out and be of the in the world but not of the world and that's exactly what we're trying to do we want to go out there and be in the world now we might be ankle deep sometimes we could be knee deep we might be waist deep and sometimes we could be neck deep 
And it's like, what in the world are you training your students to do? And why is Multnomah doing that? You know what? We're engaging people, you know, in a winsome way to talk about Christ. If we beat them over the head with the Bible and tell them what they should be doing, they're not going to listen. They already are attacking Christians anyway because they know what we don't stand for. Mm. Well, why can't we sit there and listen and engage and tell them what we do stand for and present it in a winsome way? I've got 16 years of Chuck Colson rolling in my head from producing his radio program. Mm -hmm. And when Chuck was here on this earth, it's like you can't beat people over the head. You've got to earn the right to be heard. The Apostle Paul, when he went into the town square, you know, he reasoned with them from the scriptures. And he talked. He made a common point, and he made a connection and said, you worship that God. Let me tell you who that God is that you don't think you know who you're worshiping. And you got to make that connection. And we got to train our students to be relevant in today's world. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this great heritage at Multnomah to be Bible-centered. And so when we do these things, we often can get accused of, oh, they've gone liberal. No, I'm here today to say <laughs> We have not gone liberal. The Bible has not changed. Every faculty member, every staff member, every student, most Christian universities do not have their students sign a doctrinal statement. Mm. We still do. Everybody signs that every year. Interesting. And so nothing has changed in 79 years. That is still the same thing. We will still hold fast to that. But how do we be relevant in 2015? The world today, Paul, as you know, is not the same in 2015, it was in 1936, Mm-mm. okay? Or even 1995. <laughs> no, so we've got the same spirit of John Mitchell mm-hmm. and Joe Aldrich and 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 B.B. Sutcliffe you know, running through our veins and through our faculty. Nothing that has changed. We're out there saying we've got to be relevant. We've got to win this world to Christ. He's coming back soon. We're all reading the – we're all looking at Facebook and looking at the news and going – Oh my gosh, this is going to happen tomorrow. So it's like, let's get after it, people. Let's stop pointing fingers and accusing each other, and let's be the church. That's what Chuck Colson was always about. We need the church to be the church, mm-hmm. and that's what we're trying to do at Multnomah. Amen. I'm just going <laughs> to follow that with an amen, because I, I, I fully believe that as well. And I, again, really commend you guys for the work you're doing, and um, love that you're here with, with your spirit and your energy to again, be a, a collaborator and be someone that is fanning the flames of the fire that are, in, like I said, inside each one of us, already planted by the Holy Spirit and as a whole of the faith community going church to church here. Um, if people want to get a hold of you, if people want to learn more about some of the collaboration, about the generous giving spirit that, that you've been talking about today, how can people get a hold of you? Two ways they could do that. Was one is they could just send me an email at, at advancement at multnoma.edu, or they can just call. I'll give you my direct line. Call me. I, w- I will take your phone call 24-7. My direct line is 503-251-6464. And, or you can call the main Multnomah line. Go to, go to multnoma.edu. Find a phone number and ask for this guy, Steve Cummings. I heard him on the radio, <laughs> and I want to get in touch with him. They'll hunt me down. Yeah. It's a small campus, 25 <laughs> 25 acres. In fact, I have a funny story behind that. I don't know if i got time to tell it. Yeah, go for it. When we moved up here, I brought my two boys with me. I had a 19-year-old and 23-year-old, and we get up here, and they saw the size of the campus. My 19-year-old goes, Dad, this campus is too small. I, I couldn't go to school here. And then my son, Jackson, he needs a football stadium and a, a team to fill. I said, Jackson, that's okay. Just know small school's on Dad, big school's on you. And so, you know, he left. We sent him off to Bible school to Austria, waved goodbye to him and oh, said, wow. go, go, you know, see what God's like off the continent. And about, he's there for about maybe, he left in September, he's there for a few weeks. And one day we're Skyping on a Sunday and issue came up. And I said, well, who's your family staff person 
that you could go talk to about this because my wife and I were like going, we're not going to solve your problems. You need to learn how to do this on your own. So he kind of gets this funny look on his face and he goes, oh, his name is Cameron Tate. And he says he got an email from you. And I'm going, why would a guy in Austria at Taranoff Bible School get an email from me? And Jackson goes, yeah, he said you put our family photo on an email. And they looked at the photo and went, wait a minute, that's Jackson. And all of a sudden I go, oh, wait a minute. On day 30 at Multnomah, back in September, I sent out an email to all of our alumni. I said, here's who I am. Here's what's going on. Put my family photo on there. Little did I realize that God would take two of our graduates, Cameron Tate and his wife, Catherine, who graduated a year ago, June, and send them to Austria ahead of Jackson to work at Tower North Bible School. So when Jackson got there, he found Multnomah grads. And that just gave me an opportunity to say, Jackson... We may be a small campus, but we're, God's got to spread out all over the world. <laughs> the good news is, Jackson decided, you know what? I think I need to take my dad up on his offer, and he's coming to Multnomah in the fall. Oh, that's great. Along with his sister. So I'm not only going to be in my position to you know, do what I'm doing at Multnomah, but I'm going to be a Multnomah parent. Yeah. So if you're a Multnomah parent, call me. I'm, I'm, I'm here to listen. That's great. And it is. People should go by the campus. It's beautiful. It's I'll, a beautiful I'll, You know spot. what? I'll buy coffee. Uh, come by the advancement office. And let's go have coffee at Roger's ca- Coffee Shop. It's it's on me. Yeah, that would. Uh, hey, take him up on that offer and have him come to your church. Um, if you're again, if you're interested in collaboration, learning yep. more, um, have him talk about generosity, talk about Multnomah, and, and let people know what's what's going on because things are happening. Things are happening here in the city, in this region, and um, again, that's part of what we're trying to do here with, with this program the station is let you guys know that things are happening. We are not alone as Christians in this nun zone. Right. No. And I would even say, you know, if you're involved in a church or you're a pastor and you're listening, um, we want to come out. I want to come out and meet you and I want to buy lunch, breakfast, whatever. And, you know, I don't care if I run out of budget money, we'll find money. That's fine. Uh, I enjoy that, first of all. But I, we, we Multnomah wants to come out here to serve. I'm going to find out. Tell me about your church. What's your mission? And how can we help you do that? Because we exist in Christian higher ed to serve the local church. We're here to educate our believing children and and educate them in the Lord and keep them grounded in the Scripture so they can be launched into the world, firmly rooted, so that 50 years from now you look and go, hey, wow, Multnomagrads are still walking with the Lord. Mm -hmm. They're still married for 50 years. They still love Jesus. They're passionate. They're thriving. I want that for, for my, my students. And I want to come out and, and say, what's your church all about? How can, what, what can we do to help you? Because don't, we don't want anything from you. We want something for you, and that's why we exist. So if you're a pastor and you're on staff and you're listening, dial me up. Let's get hooked up. Let's go do coffee. Let's do something. And that's Steve Cummings, Vice President of Advancement for Multnomah University. Uh, the website for the school, multnomah.edu, and you can find information on him there or by email emailing advancement at multnomah.edu or calling 503-251-6464. Steve, thanks so much for being here, not only today, but following God's call and being here in this city at this time. Absolutely. Paul, thanks for being here. Such a privilege. Uh, Brought back some great memories to be in a radio station all over again. Thoroughly enjoy Portland. Can't wait to see what God's going to do through the radio program that you do Mm -hmm. and how you're connecting everybody. So best of wishes and got my prayers and support. Anyway, we can help in Multnomah. Let me know. But thanks for having me on. No problem. Stop back by anytime. I know where we're at here at the top of Mount Scott. Amen. Amen.
This has been the Pulse of Portland with Paul Van Sickle. Email comments, questions, and topic ideas to publicaffairs at kkpz.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.